Good evening, good evening. It's another Tuesday with a mental catalyst. Thank you for choosing to spend your Tuesday with me. I hope uh, the weekend has been great and everybody is good and safe. Last Tuesday was um, session four entitled um, Topsy Turvy. I think I shed some light on the challenges we had uh, after I had announced that we we're going to deploy the app store and then i would share the links on uh, on my page for folks to download and then um, explore and after we had done our bit and submitted the apps to the different app stores um, google decided to surprise us switch through of our plans and put us in a massive topsy-turvy situation but like anything else um, it passes um, so that time has come to pass and now the app is in both um, app stores that is the apple store apple app store and then google play store um, a lot of feedback has been coming in a lot of feedback has been coming in so thank you to all of those who have uh, taken time off to explore the app and give us feedback uh, as i said uh, the most important thing is putting it out there a lot of times you put out your app or your services solution out there not in the most ideal way, but um, the, the motivation is really to put it out there and get feedback as soon as you can so that you can start tweaking and fixing things and adding things so that the customers or the users will have value in utilizing whatever you're offering. So uh, one of the key feedbacks we got was uh, people who like what they've seen so far in terms of the app, um, the beautiful design, the UI, the experience. But uh, the fundamental challenge is they don't have the, uh, the smart devices, uh, of which the very first one is an Oxy watch. So uh, we've got a lot of feedback uh, in terms of people want to be able to connect their uh, Apple Watches and Fitbit um, to the Noxy platform. So as we uh, hold this session, I can probably say that uh, we post some other development work uh, to try uh, to integrate uh, Apple Watch and then uh, Fitbit. So uh, we are hoping that this July, this month, um, those two will also be integrated. And for those who have those two brands, will have more utility from using um, the Noxy platform. Um, the other developments, uh, the other developers are also massively doing what they have to do uh, because we are racing against time to get things out there to start saving some lives and improving some health, you know, here and there. So, uh, all so far, so good. Um, I feel a lot better now compared to last week. I think my system just shut down. I was just totally beat. I think I'm about 95% recovered now. And I'm hoping that come end of week, I should be fully back up again. Um, so for all the folks that reached out to check on me, thank you so much. Today is um, session five entitled Read to Success. Read to Success. Uh, this is very dear to me and I'm very passionate about this because as I have said, when you discover things, uh, you want to also share with those around you. And uh, the more I, the more I am the more convinced I get through this discovery, I just can't wait to share it. And I want all my friends, loved ones, even enemies uh, who get to watch this video to um, take a cue from it and try it. 
And because ultimately I want everybody to succeed in whatever endeavor they choose to um, pursue. So read to success, I'm going to take you through a couple of points. And uh, basically it's about reading. It's about reading. Remember I also said that it's important to share the mindset of the entrepreneur, the visionary leader. Um, how does he cope? How does he adapt? How does he, you know, move from, you know, failure to failure? How does he move? Um you know, how does it keep going? How does he put one foot in front of the other? And one of the key tools that I have discovered, which I have been using religiously, is reading, okay? And a lot of times I talk about reading and uh, people say, yeah, 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 I try, but I forget and I stop and things like that. But it's not something you can actually compromise on. And I'll tell you why, okay? If you really have an ambition, you have an agenda, you have a goal in life to really succeed at it, you cannot really do it without reading. Because reading is not just about reading. It's about reading in line with your objectives, your goals, your purpose, you know, and stuff like that. And when you figure it out, you realize that it's a safe place to be at. So what does reading do for you? And I'm talking, I'm not talking about reading little articles on Facebook or uh, Instagram or Twitter from time to time. I'm talking about reading good books, okay, good, good books, or good detailed articles from time to time. And I'm not talking about reading books once in a while. I'm talking about reading books religiously. So doing about 15 to 20 minutes every day of reading. One, what does reading do for you? Mental stimulation. When you read, you're mentally stimulated, okay? What it does is it's just like all the organs in our body, Primarily, they need movement. They need to be kept alive, okay? The brain is also an organ, which means that it also needs to be kept alive. So what reading does for you is that it keeps your brain working. So it's like exercise for your brain, okay? A lot of times we find people going to the gym, you're trying to keep fit, you know, stuff like that. When you're hungry, you eat and things like that. But a lot of times your brain, your brain is not going to tell you, oh, I'm hungry, feed me. So you need to make that conscious effort to feed your mind through reading, now, when you do that, you get you become mentally stimulated a lot of times. And when that happens, the end goal is that it actually helps you, it helps prevent you from getting illnesses such as dementia or Alzheimer's. Okay, I, I told you a story about how I met a friend uh, no long ago, and uh, I think he was 52 years old, and he said his number one prayer now is that he, he before you know before he turned 52, he always used to tell God that he wanted to uh, live up to 70. But given that he's 52 and he's not achieved all, most of the things he had dreamt of, his prayer now is to always beg God to extend his 70 to 90, give another 20 years because it's, it's going to go start. So now if you're going to get an extension from God, you want to actually be intact, right? You want your, your cognitive uh, stuff, your brains, your mind, and all of that to be in good working order. So you need to exercise it. And reading is a really, really good way of exercising your mind, okay? So let's not take it for granted. Let's not take it from granted right because my good people, I don't want you having dementia. I don't want you having uh, Alzheimer's and stuff. When we could do things to either delay it, minimize it, or prevent it. So let us read, 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 read. Stress reduction. Charlie, life is brutal. Life can be hard. Life can knock you. Yeah? Be it your personal life, be it work, be it church, but whatever it is, Charlie, life can really, really take you to some dark places and... If you're not careful, you turn to some habits that will only accelerate your, your, your demise or your exit from this world. And we all know people, we all have also individual experience situations where we become helpless, become hopeless and things like that. But what reading does for you, 
is that it also helps you in stress reduction because when you find yourself in all of these stressed situations and stuff like that, what you ought to do is find time, have a quiet time and go and read. And people who know me and know me very well, I spend a lot of time reading. Even when I'm ill, I will still read, okay? When I'm ill, I'll still read. Now this is what, and I'm sharing personal experiences and what this is, this is what reading does. As much as I have all of this heat around me, I have my schedule, so I, work, I have what I call a time block. So I block a certain period in the day, and all I do is read, okay? It could be at night, it could be during the day or whatever, depending on my schedule. But when I do that, when I get into that zone, my whole system becomes calm, quiet, peaceful, and then I just go into that mode of reading, reflecting, thinking, yeah? But when I do that, I feel good, I feel alive, I feel confident, okay? Because at that point, I've blocked everything out and I'm all indulged in what I'm re reading, okay? And what I've done lately, because I have the Noxy smartwatch, I check my stress level before I go into that zone. I check my, my heart rate before I go to that zone. And you'll be surprised. There's a difference, you know, there's a difference in my vitals when I start reading and when I'm done. And I've been monitoring it for a while. So in terms of stress reduction, reading is another good tool that helps you what? Handle stress. Knowledge, 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 knowledge. For lack of knowledge, what happens? We all know what it is. Knowledge, when you read, you acquire knowledge. You acquire knowledge when you read. And when you read, the knowledge that you acquire stays in your subconscious somewhere. So no matter where you find yourself, you are going to be able to use those nuggets, those tools, the, the, the pieces of knowledge that you've acquired to handle interesting, difficult, challenging situations. I can say for a fact that where I have been in the past couple of years, if it hadn't been for reading and the knowledge that I've acquired, and not only the knowledge, but through knowledge, my ability to imagine has significantly and greatly improved. So when I look at people doing great things that I admire, the key difference is that they've spent a lot of time in acquiring knowledge, which is obviously endless, but because they've invested and spent time in acquiring knowledge, they are also able to imagine and do serious big things that a lot of us think are impossible. They are human beings, they have blood flowing through them. Their blood is not green or red or yellow. It's the same blood that flows through all of us. They all have the 24 hours that we all have. But what they did differently is that they have invested in knowledge acquisition, which improves what their imagination skills. And as I read, and every time I read, I realize that, you know what, as much as I've not hit my goals, I am not far off. And all I ought to do is to keep going. So my brothers and sisters, knowledge acquisition is reading. Okay, your vocabulary expansion. I love it when people are able to combine simple words in dazzling ways. And I'm like, oh, this is sexy. I like the way you, you spoke. I like the way you delivered on the words. But where do you get this dazzle and swag from? It's through what? Reading. When you read, you're adding to what? Your vocabulary base. You're adding to what? Your, 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 
that, that base where you can tap it and pick different words to express yourself. And as leaders, as visionary leaders, as, as people who aspire to do big things, you know, change life, transform lives, we need to be effective communicators. Okay, so it means we need to be able to speak well. So reading is not just something just for you, but it also affects and impacts the lives of millions and millions of other people that may get to experience you in person or through whatever work you do. So if you need to succeed and you're really hungry and passionate about succeeding and actually saying, thank you, God, for creating me the way you've created me and thank you for keeping me alive, then you ought to do what? You uh, uh, spend time to read so that you can actually be an effective communicator. Okay, this is the reading part of it. The memory improvement. Because when you're reading a good book, okay, when you're reading a good book, you pay attention to the plots, the main plots, the subplots, the characters, the nuances, who done it, as you know, they will say. Uh, uh, you're trying to figure out what's around the curve and stuff like that. So all of these dynamics are playing up in your mind, improving what your memory. Okay, so when I'm reading, especially my technology business related type books, and I'm, I'm, you know, I'm being exposed to, you know, how businesses started and they pivoted, how founders had certain challenges and how they went through it, you know, the pair book, how, you know, played bigger and all of those things. All of those, that exposure, what it does for me is that it builds confidence. It gives me that confident and sometimes people will say that oh you're borderline arrogant or and 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 and, and confident but here's the thing you need confidence and i wonder confidence is actually genuinely gained through knowledge acquisition and reading and stuff like that you ought to give it credit so those who they love me they love <laughs> pardon me yeah so you know you want to also keep your memory always improving so that is where the constant reading also comes into effect and then it aids. Stronger analytical thinking skills, okay? Now, as leaders, as people who want to do big things and transform and, 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 and leave legacies, yeah? We've got to have strong analytical thinking skills, okay? Because And when you read, you're acquiring a lot of tools that helps you to, what, handle situations a lot better. You think in critical ways. You, 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 you're not emotionally charged. Your emotions are controlled. You try to use your head. You try to use all the little nuggets that you've acquired, some experiences, some knowledge, some of your imagination. But when the combination is what makes you powerful. So reading helps you become strong and solid when it comes to what analytical th um, thinking. Yeah? So very, very key. Improved focus and concentration. And I love this one. This one is key because, Charlie, when the heat is around you, and everybody's looking to you and you got to find the solutions and stuff like that. You ought to stay focused. You may have your own silent doubts, but you ought to stay focused. For me, one of my, you know, one of my good friends, Elikem, uh, will always say, Michael, how you do them? How come you're always focused? How come you're charged? How come you're going? But when somebody's asking what's my real name, my real name is Michael Abankwa. John Smith, I hope this helps. Yeah. So. Yeah, I was talking about how my friend, my good friend, Elikim, uh, will always ask me, Michael, how do you do it? You know, staying focused and, you know, always on the move and always, you know, moving from one step to the other, you know, moving from failure to failure, right? But when you read, there is something about reading that you just know that, you know what, you just have to find the right timing, okay? You have to find the right timing. So you know that, look, you're onto something great. The time is not right. You've not found the right combination. You've not met the right people. But what you ought to do is you got to keep going. And the reason why you believe it so much is that, 
as Rapopo. <laughs> the reason why you believe it so much is that you have read other stories. You've read other stories from people who have done things that you're trying to do bigger and better. And, and, and sometimes the challenges that they had to overcome is nothing close to what you are going through. So when you read somewhere inside you somewhere, you know that, you know what, the universe will align for you someday. Yeah, there's one I read not too long ago about you know, it's an innovation stack and the Bank of Italy. Yeah, it's an interesting story because that is how Bank of America started. And if you get to read the story, how, you know, the guy started for it to become Bank of America, you know, it's amazing how IKEA, you know, the guy started and, and, and all the odds against them. So but when you read all of these things, you look at the things that you are going through and you're going to realize that, you know what, yours is chicken feed, it's nothing. So you ought to keep going. So reading is something that I am so passionate about. I know that, guys, this is our way out. This is our way out, okay? Better writing skills. So as much as you can communicate, you know, orally and, you know, verbally, you ought to also be good in your writing skills. But when you read, you have all of this vocabulary, you look at how, you know, phrases are put together, how idioms are used, how, you know, whatever, all of those combinations, yeah? It helps you write and communicate better. It's not about big, big English. It's about simple communication in ways that whatever you're trying to put across, anybody can easily understand and not only understand, but work with it. So as you read, and as I have been reading, the way I communicate, depending on the audience, it's very different. But a lot of times you meet people and their way of communicating is one way because that's all they know. But there are different skills in how you communicate depending on the audience and what you want from them, when you want it from them and stuff like that. So all of this makes you powerful. It makes you powerful to the point where sometimes people may think that, oh, you have a way with words, there's something to it, you're too smooth or whatever it is. No, it's because you have invested in reading and improving yourself. Keeping in mind that, look, the ultimate goal is for you to live your true life's purpose and to be successful at whatever you have decided to do on this earth. Okay? Tranquility. Ah, oh, this is my favorite. Tranquility. Inner peace. Inner peace. Inner peace. Edward Nelson. Inner peace. It's priceless. Sometimes my silence is construed as somebody who is not friendly. It's not is antisocial in some way. But my inner peace is not for can I can't compromise on it. My inner peace is not negotiable. It's not negotiable because at the core of all the things I'm trying to do, I need to have that inner peace and calm. Because I'm fighting so many battles. I can't have battle within my soul, within my system. I need peace within me to be able to fight those external battles and fires. So um, my, 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 my plea to my brothers and sisters is look, inner peace is paramount. And you ought to read to do what? To have that inner peace, which you need. You can't, you can't trade it. You don't need chaos within your soul, within your spirit. So when you are reading good books, it just puts you in that zone. And as you read and move on from time to time, you realize that, look, no matter what comes at you, you are calm. You are calm because guess what? You know that, you know what? With the inner peace within you, you know very well that, look, 
you just have to weather the storm. And here's the thing about storms, yeah? No matter how harsh, strong, powerful the storm is, it runs out of rain or water. So you just have to weather the storm. But to do that, you need that ultimate inner peace. Are you with me? So, and here's what's also interesting. Last session, I talked about this really good, great guy I've met, who is now like my, 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 my younger brother, my very good friend, Tim. In, in, he lives in Germany and he's the co-founder of Superfleet. Yeah? So they're into analytics, business intelligence, stuff like that. Now I speak to Tim about three times a day. And you know what we talk about? We are discussing books we have read. So when I read a book, I'm like, Tim, I've read this. The next thing he does is he shows me a screenshot on WhatsApp. I just bought it. And then he reads. But when he's done reading, what Tim does is now he comes and he starts, he questions me, you know, and then we discuss it. And trust me, these moments with Tim are priceless to me. Because now I have somebody who is discussing serious stuff with me on that level. It connects with me. It connects with me. And we share ideas. And he can give me angles that I'm like, okay, I didn't see it like that. I understand it. And this guy is like Harvard, yeah? Super, super sharp guy. Very humble. This evening, I had a friend send me a message. Michael, can you send me a book? Now, those requests just tickles me and gladdens my heart. When I can be there and a friend can say, Michael, can you recommend something that I should read? I'm trying to do this. What book will you recommend? Oh, can you send me a book? Then whatever it is. Now, these are the kind of conversations I want us to be having. I'm not saying that 24-7, all we should do is read and talk. No. But I'm just saying that, look, a good chunk of our time should be dedicated toward investing in, you know, in, in our minds, uh, developing who we are collectively, so that, look, we are all able to advance. Because when we are not able to have serious conversations together, and only a few can, we are not going to get up there together. And it's not fun when only a few are at the top. We all ought to succeed. So when you find me personally talking about this, it's because it works. It works, and it works, and it works. Not long ago, but last month, I went to see one of my, um, my ex-directors. I think he's between 76, 78 years old now. You know, it's a little bit, you know, uh, up there in age, and he's a little frail and stuff like that. And when I went to his office, I didn't expect him to be working. So when I told him I wanted to come see him, he said, well, come to the office. I went to the office, and I saw him, you know, and so far, he had a book in hand. And I was like, oh, I thought you could be home. I said, what are you doing? So, I mean, he comes to work three times a week just to try and keep his mind sharp, keep his body, you know, active and stuff like that. And I was just happy to see that, you know, what at, at that age, the man is still trying to just live on good as much as he can. And here we are, as younger folks, we are not investing in what? In our future. So when I talk about increasing the health span of a billion people, what it also means is that, look, spend time and invest in your minds because guess what? It's going to help you tomorrow live that good life. So where you don't have mental health issues, where you know you don't have dementia, you don't have Alzheimer's or whatever it is. And if you're going to get it, you put in a good fight. You don't look back and say, oh, you know what? If I was actually doing only 15 hours of reading every day for the, the next five years, whatever, I could have prevented ABCD. Don't take chances. Let's be smart. So my brothers and sisters, Thank you so much for spending another Tuesday with me. Um, if you need any book you want to read and you want me to recommend or whatever it is, or you read some books and you want us to discuss, feel free, thank me, and we'll talk about it. Yeah. So thank you guys so much. So until we meet next week, keep safe.
and I love you guys. Bye-bye.